0: Hey everyone, it's Professor Clark, and in this lecture we're going to do a review of the nominative plural. The nominative plural is generally not that difficult, but we are going to go over a number of exceptions and irregular words. So, this should be a very helpful lecture. Let's start with a quick overview of when we use the nominative. This is pretty straightforward. The two main uses of the nominative are as the subject of a sentence and in certain forms of the predicate. So, the subject of the sentence is, for example, the subject of a verb. So, if we say, for instance, Ivan cittает книгу. Ivan is the subject of the sentence and is in the nominative. We also use the nominative when we say that something is something. Both of those are going to be in the nominative. So if we say, for instance, Mat U engineer. My mother is a teacher and my father is an engineer. All of that is in the nominative. Mats and Atats are the subject of those clauses and then Uchiitinititza and engineer are the predicates of those clauses and we're saying that something is something, and so that is also going to be in the nominative. Before we jump into the nominative plural, let's do a quick review of the nominative singular. So we have a chart here on slide three of the PowerPoint, and we have masculine, feminine, and some masculine nouns. So in the second category, most of them are going to be feminine, but a few will be masculine. And then we have neuter nouns. So masculine hard stem nouns have a zero ending. That's a zero there in that cell of the table. And examples would be things like magazine, stol or ćiobnik. Soft stem masculine nouns can end in miakiznak, like slavar or koin or pripredivatelj, or they can end in ikratkoye, like muzy, geroy, and sergei. And then for these mainly feminine but occasionally masculine nouns that end in a or ya, the hard stem ones will end in a, such as mama, sestra, and ulitsa. And we also have these examples like Papa and diadushka, which end in A but are grammatically masculine and will take masculine modifiers and masculine past tense verb forms. And then we have soft stem nouns such as Kuchnya or Sudya that end in Ya. Ja. Uh, Kuchnya is feminine, Sudya is one of this small number of nouns ending in Ya ja that is masculine. Uh, these soft stem feminine nouns can also end in ya, like liaksia, and they can end in mjachiznak, like lubov or ploshiz. And then finally, we have neuter nouns that in the nominative singular are going to end either in o if they are hard stem, like akno or pismo, or ye if they're soft stem, like morya and polya. And we also have this group that ends in iye, like zanyatia and amshishitia, that are also soft-stem neuter nouns. So that is a brief review of the nominative singular. Now let's look at the nominative plural. And we're going to start with the basic regular formation of the nominative plural. And there's a chart on slide 4 of the PowerPoint, and let's go through it. It's divided into masculine, mainly feminine and neuter, and then hard stem, soft stem, and velar and husher stem. Let's start with masculine. Uh, the hard stem nouns are going to take e. You are going to add e to that zero ending. So magazine becomes magazinli. Stol becomes stali. And then we have soft stem nouns, soft stem masculine nouns that end in ikratkoye or myakhiznak. And in those cases, you're going to remove the myakisnak or ikratkuya and add e, the soft e. So pripadavatil becomes pripadavatili. We drop the myakisnak and add e. Muze becomes muze. We drop the ikaratkaya and add e. And then we have velar and husher stem masculine nouns, and these are going to take e, the soft e as well, because of the seven-letter spelling rule. We can't write the hard ü after velars and hushers, so we have to write the soft e. So bunk becomes bonky with a soft e, uchiebnik, uchiebniki with a soft e, plash becomes ply. And you're going to hear a hard i because z is always hard, but you're going to write a soft e. Now let's look at mainly feminine, but some masculine nouns. These are those that end in a uh, and ya. Yeah. If they end in a and they are hard stem, the a is going to be replaced with an e. So, mama becomes mommy. Papa, which is grammatically masculine but ends in a, becomes paply, just the same as mama becomes mommy. And then we have, for example, sistra becomes suostre. and the e here replacing the a is perfectly regular. But note the stress shift and the shift from ye to your. So this is something you want to watch out for in bisyllabic nouns. They will frequently have a stress shift. If they are unstressed stressed in the nominative singular, the stress will frequently shift onto the stem in the nominative plural. And if there is a ye there in that stem, there are certain instances like sistra, siostri and žena, ženli where it will become your. Unfortunately, you just have to memorize those, but Sistra Sustri and Janajonli are two of the most commonly used words where that happens. All right, let's look at soft stem nouns in this group. You're going to drop the ya if it ends in ya and add yi. So kuchnia becomes kuchni. Sudya, a judge or a referee, becomes suji. And again, note that stress shift. Lyksiya, which ends in ia, is going to become leksii. You have two e's back to back there. Lyksiya becomes leksi. If you have a feminine noun that ends in myahkiznak, which are fairly common, you will drop the myahkiznak and add e as well. So a church, becomes tzirkvi. Note the fleeting vowel in tzirkof. So that of ending the o vem ending is often going to lose its o, as in lubov, lubvi, circov, cirkvi. And then, if we have velar or husher stems for these feminine nouns or nouns that end in a or ya, they are going to add e. You will drop the a. Of course, you will only have a after a velar or a husher. You will drop that a and then add e. So sabaka becomes sabaki, kniga, knigi. And then finally, we have neuter nouns, if they are hard stems, so they end in or. that or is going to become A, so akno becomes okna, and pismo becomes pisma. Note again the shifting stress, it is n-stressed in the nominative singular, and then the stress shifts on to the stem in the nominative plural, akno okna, pismo pisma. And then we have the opposite thing happening with the stress in two of our examples from soft stem uh, neuter nouns. So we have Moria and Polya. And in the nominative plural, they become Maria and Polya. So the stress on the stem in the nominative singular, Moria and Polya, shifts to the ending in the nominative plural, Maria, Polya. And then finally, we have these iya nouns like zanyatia. And we just drop the yeh and add ya as we would with any other soft stem neuter noun. So ye becomes zanyatiya. There are only a few velar or husher stem nouns that are neuter, but those, um, regardless of whether the final vowel is a yeh or an ah, are going to add a. So sha, sort of a sight or a spectacle, becomes sha. Malako, milk, becomes malaka. So there we have an overview of basic regular uh, nouns in the nominative plural. Now let's start looking at some exceptions. The first exception we're going to look at are nouns that are hard stem masculine nouns in the nominative singular, but then add a and a stressed ya in the nominative plural. And there are three important nouns in this group that you need to know. The first is druk, friend, which becomes DRUZIA, De D-r-u-z, er stressed YA in the nominative plural. And note the mutation g goes to z. We also have mush, husband, which becomes musia. And again, m-u-ř, mjarchisnak, and then ya, and the ya is stressed. And the final important noun in this group is sin, sun, which becomes synovia. And note once again that we have a mutation. We actually add the suffix off to the noun when we add these plural endings. So sin, synovia. The next group of exceptions we're going to look at appear exactly the same in written form, but they have a different stress. And this is important to keep track of because while they look the same uh, in written form in the nominative plural, they will take different endings in the genitive plural. So it's important to keep these two groups separate in your mind. And this group is comprised of hard stem masculine nouns and soft stem neuter nouns that will take an unstressed myakiznakia in the nominative plural. And the most important nouns in this group are brat, brother, which becomes bratya in the nominative plural. B-R-A-T, miahki ya. Stool, chair, becomes stulia. Se-T-U-L, ya. And then platia, dress, becomes platia. P-L-A-T, miahki ya which appears completely regular in the nominative plural. It is completely regular in the nominative plural, but this noun is in the same irregular group in the genitive plural. So just start thinking of it as part of this group already. The next group of exceptions are the nouns Matz and Deutsch, which have their own declension. And in this declension, we add the suffix yer before adding any ending. And so in the nominative plural, mat is going to become матери and doch is going to become docheri. As a side note, please notice how family and friend nouns are often irregular or have their own forms. This is just a fact of Russian that most of the nouns denoting family and friends have something irregular about them. So if you see a noun denoting a family member or a friend, assume that it has something irregular to it. The next group of irregular nouns we're going to look at are the mia nouns. This is a small but very important group of neuter nouns that end in mia in the nominative singular. And I know they look feminine. You are not expecting a noun that ends in ya in the nominative singular to be neuter, but these nouns are. So if you see a noun ending in mya in the nominative singular, assume that it's probably neuter. And nouns in this group that end in m'ya or mya in the nominative singular and in yina, it's frequently stressed, in the nominative plural. And the two most important nouns in this group are imya, first or given name, which becomes imina in the nominative plural, and vremya, time, which becomes vrimina in the nominative plural. The next group of nouns we're going to look at is a fun little group. It is the group for baby animals. And nouns denoting baby animals often end in yonuk. This yonuk ending indicates a baby or a baby animal, and it has its own special declension. So if it ends in yonuk in the nominative singular, it will end in yata or occasionally ata if the eight letter spelling rule comes into effect. In the nominative plural. So, for example, kachionak, a kitten, becomes kachiata in the nominative plural. Uchionak, a duckling, becomes uchiata in the nominative plural. Tsiplionak, a chick or a baby chicken, becomes tsipliata in the nominative plural. Tilionak, a calf, becomes tiliata in the nominative plural. Please note the word ribionak, a baby human can become ribiata, where it means guys, or dieti, where it means children. So ribionic has two plurals. It has the regular plural ribiata, and the completely different word dieti. And these two plurals have two different meanings. Ribyata does not mean children. It means like guys or lads, as in, hey, guys, what's up? Dieti is the plural that means children or babies. The next group of irregular nouns we're going to look at are nouns ending in anin in the nominative singular that denote citizenship. And in this case, they take anja in the nominative plural. So anglichanin, an Englishman, becomes anglichanya. We drop the in and we add ye. a citizen, becomes graždaniya. We drop the in and add ye, and with this word there is also a stress shift. And finally, although this does not exhaust all the possibilities for irregular or exceptional nouns in the nominative plural, but I feel like we need to wrap it up. So finally, let's look at a couple of nouns that have just completely different words in the plural. So the most important of these are člověk, a human being or a person, which becomes liuji in the nominative plural. And then, as I already mentioned, rybionek, baby or child, becomes dT if you are meaning babies or children in the nominative plural. And so there we have the nominative plural. You might think going into it that it's a fairly straightforward thing because it's the nominative, but there are a number of exceptions that you do need to memorize. And I recommend, as usual with something that's kind of complicated, taking it in chunks. So maybe work on one slide at a time or... Download the mp3 and listen to this lecture separately as you're going about cleaning your room or something like that to try and absorb it slowly and in pieces over time. So there we go. That is our overview of the nominative plural. I hope you found it helpful and enjoy your Russian.